Hey everybody, welcome back to the Empire State Conservatives Podcast, episode 180-something, I forgot which one it is. It is me, your host, Evan, here with the infamous Gabe Montalvo. Gabe, I'm so glad that you were able to figure out how to use the internet to, so we can keep doing the show. I know it was very difficult for you and other Latinos who live in cities to figure out how to use the online internet, as Joe Biden likes to say, but we are back and Gabe, there is a lot to talk about. But before we get into it, just a reminder, folks, to visit our website at EmpireStateConservNetwork.com for links to all of our videos, shows, and merch. I think code fraud is still will get you 20% off. If not, use code Gabe10 for 10% off. And we have all of our great merch on there. And all the proceeds go back into fighting leftist tyranny here in New York. But Gabe, let's get into it. The whether or not it's it has real momentum, there is gaining momentum behind the want to impeach Emperor Cuomo. Obviously, we live in a non-recall state, so the only way to get rid of him besides voting him out would be to impeach him and then have him removed. Gabe, what are your thoughts on this? The Democrats are sick of his of his nonsense. The Republicans are sick of his nonsense. He is quickly losing allies. Well, I'm glad that people are starting to finally catch on. And by people, I really mean Democrats. I'm glad that they're finally starting to catch on on the fact that Cuomo hasn't had any sort of real leadership, despite what his book tells you and despite what the Emmys say, uh, the elitists, if you will. Uh, he does not have any leadership capabilities. The only thing he leads in is killing people. That's what he's been doing uh, since the beginning of this pandemic, uh, since the uh, March, I believe, 25th or 26th, uh, nursing home mandate that he tried to blame on Trump, and then he also tried to blame on conspiracies. It's only making it worse. Uh, it, it, more and more this comes out to be like Darth Sidious from uh, the third uh, Star Wars movie when he finally rises to power using emergency powers. Um, and that's kind of interesting because George Lucas was meant for it to be an allegory for, um, you know, for, for fascism and, and the rise of Nazism. And it, it's kind of how we and I'm not saying that Cuomo is a, is a Nazi, but I can certainly see, see that he has fascistic tendencies when he's calling other uh, assemblymen in the legislature, telling him he's going to destroy them for speaking out against what he's done. And Cuomo's a bully. Even de Blasio came out. And I know that this was his time to shine because he hates Cuomo. He said, I mean, you know, this is just typical Cuomo. You know, he just calls and, uh, you know, he just berates you. This is very, I, I'm not surprised whatsoever. I mean, it's very easy to berate Bill de Blasio. He's possibly the worst mayor in the history. Not possibly. He is the worst mayor in the history of New York City. But this is what I was waiting for. I was waiting for once Trump was gone, who is the left going to go after? They only have themselves to go after now. There is no more boogeyman with President Trump in the White House. They are at all levels. And all they're going to be able to do now is tear each other apart because they don't like each other because there is no real unity. They only had unity going after President Trump. And now we see that the cards are all on the table and no one likes and no one likes Governor Cuomo. This guy has done a horrible job as governor. He was getting praised for months for God knows why, because he spoke calmly in press conferences. Absolutely ridiculous. Well, they also said they remember they wanted this guy to run for president. They wanted Cuomo 2024. Uh, his leadership is great. He posts up a picture with his daughter on a private jet flying around. Uh, during the COVID uh, pandemic, during the height of it in this country. And he says, and I think uh, one of his aides or his wife takes a picture and says, this is what leadership looks like. Again, just replaying that term leadership and leadership, uh, you know, and you can finally rest. And it was uh, sure to, to those who didn't see that it was a, obviously political optics. And of course, you know, I work in politics and yeah, of course, certain things are good optics, but 
not when not when you, it's so verifiably wrong of what this person has done and that press conference that he gave that's now i'd say that's more infamous than myself uh where he was just blaming it all on conspiracy that's not conspiracy uh, don't chalk up the lives of 16 17 maybe even 18 however many unknown thousands of people's lives that you've affected hundreds of thousands of people by the affected thousands of people of, of uh, deaths that you've caused don't chalk that up to conspiracy because you're devaluing life you know people talk about gun safety and this safety and how uh, th this is a crime this is the biggest thing that Cuomo, Cuomo was directly behind some of the one of the biggest mass murders this country has seen directly falling under him and this isn't to be facetious this isn't to play hyperbole this came from his directors he knew that it was wrong so much so that his staff got caught saying that oh well we didn't want the Trump administration and Bill Barr to go after us. We didn't know what they were going to do to us because they're already going after Governor Whitmer. So they didn't want the same thing happening to them. This is stuff that she said. And this isn't stuff that we're making up. This isn't our own hyperbole. These are direct quotes. But this is what we've seen. So throughout the coronavirus pandemic, this is what we have seen. We have seen bad leadership from Democrat governors. Pretty good leadership from most Republican governors. But who gets praised? Cuomo gets praised. Newsom gets praised. Whitmer gets praised. Who gets demonized? Governor DeSantis. It's absolutely ridiculous. They're literally living in this bizarro world where the more people that die, the better job that you're doing. It's Ted Cruz as well. As, as, yeah, as long as you are mandating masks and mandating lockdowns, you're doing a good job regardless of how many people die. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make any sense. And finally, finally, someone in the New York state government grew a pair and was like, we've had enough of this guy. And I don't care if you're Democrat. I don't care if you're Republican. This guy is bad for New York state. Again, bleeding people. Taxes up the ass. Safe Act. The, uh, the health care. That, um, that stupid health care act that he attacked to the budget. All of this stuff. Every single thing that he has pushed through has been an absolute disaster. If you want to be a representative in this state, if you want us to have a state to go forward with, you have to get rid of this guy. Mm -hmm. It doesn't seem like there's any other way. Yeah, and we can only hope that this is a time to actually show unity and have Democrats and Republicans work together to impeach this guy. And our reasons for impeachment aren't just because we don't like him. Our reasons is because he's committed crimes, crimes that normal people uh, that didn't have this political power would answer to or would have answered to by now. Uh, and this is where justice needs to be served. Um, and this is happening right in our own backyard. This is happening within our own, our own state. And people want to criticize Ted Cruz. People are more outraged that Ted Cruz went on a planned trip to Cancun. Was it a bad time? Yeah. It was certainly a bad time to go to Cancun. Didn't but all the Democrats go to, like, the Dominican Republic to see Hamilton during the middle of a pandemic? Like, yeah. They, they all went but on vacation, but not just that. Ted Cruz is, is, is a federal figure that doesn't necessarily have influence over the state of Texas. That's why there's federalism. It's the same way that while there are ways that you can communicate to, the, the ways that you can communicate to, um, what's that called, to the governor, you can talk to him and say, hey, you know, what can we do on the federal side? Maybe we can, but that's also why you have your congressional representatives that are there within districts. The, the roles of the center is not that of what the Democrats are trying to make it out to be. 
And it's we could also blame the Democrats for wanting to have so much renewable energy where people say, oh, well, you know, wind turbines can work in the, in the winter. Well, obviously these didn't but they, work. They don't, they don't work normally. The wind right. turbines don't work normally, regardless of what the weather is. The other problem that I have with people going after Ted Cruz, and we weren't planning on talking about this, Texas is not locked down. Mm-hmm. It's not like Ted Cruz is the senator from New York and we're all locked down and he decided to go on vacation. Mm-hmm. Or, you That's know, true. like how other lockdown governors, they all went on vacation or their family members went on vacation or they just like ran out, which actually happened during the lockdown. Texas is essentially a, is eventually a free state. It is Texas. This is what they do. So it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. And I honestly, is it a bad optic? It's not the best optic, but honestly, I don't care. I really don't care. He's not in a state that's locked down. Mm-hmm. Now, if it, if it was AOC going on vacation to Cancun, I'd be like, yo, we're locked down. Right. Yo, we still have half of our kids aren't even back in school yet, and you're going on vacation? Right. Well, different. If our state was wide open, I don't care where you go. Exactly. And this is another thing that, and, you know, praise where praise is due. Uh, AOC did uh, raise a couple of million bucks for, for Texas, even if it was to spite Ted Cruz. Because <laughs> as soon as, as soon as it was like, she's like, oh, my arch nemesis, Ted Cruz, the man who tried to kill me, air quotes for those of you who are not watching the video. The guy who tried to kill me is, so she claims, uh, I, can, I can now make him look like a piece of crap. And from so New York, nonetheless. Ted Cruz is literally the opposite of AOC, though, right? Yeah. It's Texas, New York. It's Republican, Democrat. It's constitutional lawyer who's argued cases in front of the Supreme Court and garbage bartender with a bad economics degree who doesn't know anything about economics. They are the exact opposite of each other. It's crazy. Well, I mean, not only that, but you also have that beautiful freedom mullet that Ted Cruz has. <laughs> that was the outrage during the impeachment, uh, I think during the last day of impeachment, or the, or the second to last day of impeachment trials. Can you look at Ted Cruz's hair? That's horrible. So Dude, I call I'm, it the I'm freedom mullet. The freedom mullet. I've been cutting the sides, and oh I can't God. cut it back by myself, obviously, because I'm not a barber. But you know, <laughs> it's gonna, once it gets there, oh my God, it's going to be amazing. The size, I'm, I'm just going to, boom, blow it out and just... Take the oh. internet by storm. Oh God, Johnny Reb. But what you what you said was certainly um, was was factual. There's there's a point to that where you said, oh well, there's a it's New York versus Texas, but it's also a very metropolitan idea uh, of New York. It's that big city versus what you think of Texas, and of course Texas has big cities as well, but more of that country conservative values, Western Americana, I guess you could say. Um, Vibe and, and not only do I feel like it's Ted, uh, AOC just trying to stick it to Ted Cruz, I don't really, you know, and I would hope to think that it comes from a honestly good place. Even still, whether yeah, well, whether or not she did a good job on that, but is this is just so that people can say, "Oh, look, the Democrats are helping even a red state." What? Meanwhile, they wanted Florida to drop dead during COVID. They wanted Florida to suffer the most hurricanes, and they wanted Texas to, to, for it to happen as well just because they were simply red states. These aren't just coming from people at the top. These are coming from everyday Democratic voters. And I wouldn't say no. They, they came from leftists, raging leftists, not everyday Democrats. But, that, but they, that's how they operate, Gabe. So to jump to a new topic, which we actually didn't have planned, the death of Rush Limbaugh, right? Rest in peace. Oh, yes. Amazing career, amazing life. You know, rest in peace. You know, it's horrible. Cancer is terrible. All that other stuff. We're not going to go too much on that. You can see exactly how tolerant the left is when someone they don't like dies. Remember what happened when Andrew Breitbart died? 
they went rotten hell. Thank God when Jerry Fall, uh, what's his name? Jerry Falwell, that preacher guy died. Oh, I hope he burns in hell. All these people, um, the leftists saying the cancer killed the cancer. These people are absolutely disgusting. And you mm-hmm. see exactly what it is. If you do not believe exactly how they believe, they want the worst for you. They claim that they're tolerant and that they love everybody, but it's not true. If you do disagree with them, it's a temper tantrum, and it's there's. I've never seen so much hate. Mm-hmm. They, they show the hate that we get accused of. That's how crazy it is. That's how bad it is. And then they'll accuse you of self-hate, being a self-hating minority. They'll take away your race card. They'll take away any sort of... They'll take away your identity, if anything. And that's something that is your own. No matter who... No matter what else you lose... Um, I forgot the, I forgot, um, the, the lyrics to my way. Uh, what is man? What has he got? If not himself, then he is not. There we go. Uh, so, yes, we're culture here in this show. But... That, that's the thing. If not anything else, you should be your own person. You have the right to be your own person, and no matter what else, anything takes away from you. And that, in part of it, is your your cultural identity. And that's what the Democrats have done. They did that to me, even, where they tell you, "Well, you're not even. You're uh, you, you know, you're self-hating. You're you're whitewashed." And what happened to to Rush Limbaugh was not very much so the the same reaction that you saw as to what the right was commenting when um, RGB died. Yeah. Some people were were assholes, and some people were actually making uh, d- uh, jokes about her death. Like, oh, when is she gonna? You know, when are they gonna wheel her out? When is that corpse finally gonna drop? And I don't particularly like that stuff. But it, on no scale, was it comparable to what happens whenever a person on the right dies? I can almost tell you right now, they're gonna have a Burning Man uh, once. once if if Trump, Trump dies, celebrities. That's the worst part. It's you have Hollywood celebrities bashing someone who just passed away. And the way you have to look at it is the way that President Trump treated Ruth Bader Ginsburg when he when she died. He said, you might not agree with her, but she lived an amazing life and she was an amazing person. Boom. Show respect for the dead. You don't have to agree with everybody, but the left doesn't, they don't have that sentiment. They believe, if you don't believe what I believe, you are hateful, you are racist, you're a bigot, you're xenophobic, and you want people to die. That, that's how extreme they are. It's, it, it's nuts. And that ideology is only going to get worse. And it's not its not going to help anybody come together. And if anybody is a fan of Thomas Sowell, I'm a huge fan of Thomas, Thomas Sowell. Right before Biden was elected, he said that if Joe Biden gets elected, it could be a de- an end for America that is unavoidable. Because if the Biden administration teams up with the far left and they defund the police and they start taking all these steps, it can destroy the fabric of America and actually destroy the country. Mm-hmm. We've seen what they do when they have power. We've seen what they do when they don't have power. And now we're seeing what they're doing now. And they don't let up. It's not about unity. It's about pushing forward. It's about more. It's They want what they want. And if you stand in your way, they're going to move you down. They're going to try to cancel you. They're going to try to ruin your life. And if they can't do that, they will go after you. They will go after your family. They have no mercy and they have no tolerance. They are the party of no tolerance. They are not the party of tolerance. They're the party of no tolerance. It's it's scary to think about, but which is why we need to make sure that we are pushing back, that we are electing people who are going to push back and not just be like, oh, well, they're in charge now, whatever. That's, we can't operate that way. Yeah, no, certainly not. And if you really want to know what people thought about you, wait until you die. <laughs> you yeah, know, really. wait until they say... Uh, wait till you know you, you finally kick the bucket, and then wh- what their opinions and commentary towards you are, uh, or towards you is, and 
it's just astounding how people have that capacity uh, to, uh, I'd say objectively, you know, just regular human beings. We can criticize them for what they did in their life, but just to, you know, wish them. And of course, this depends on how, you know, how much wrongdoing they did. I mean, I hope Hitler rots in hell. I mean, oh, like yeah. that's, that's a special case, but even right. if you look at the fit, there's a meme going around. It's a clip from Family Guy when Brian goes to meet Rush Limbaugh and he tells him how terrible he is. And then Marshall goes, well, Brian, have you ever read anything that I wrote? And he goes, no, but other people have told me about things that other people have said about the things that you have written. It's, it's people who didn't even know Rush Limbaugh. They just know that he was right. a conservative. And mm -hmm. listen, my stepdad passed uh, two and a half years, uh, two year, just over two years ago. He was a lifelong Democrat. But as he got older, he started reading, like he read a book, but he read Bill O'Reilly, he started watching, started being more informed and kind of more in the middle as opposed to just blind Democrat. He loved Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> the guy is genius. He has great insight. He's really smart. He's like, I don't agree with everything that he says, but he knows exactly what he's talking about. The problem is that people don't want to listen. I told you the story about the person that I work with who told me they wanted Trump disqualified from office. And I said, why? They go, well, because he says things that incite violence. I go, name one thing he said that incited violence. The Capitol riot. He didn't incite violence. He said peaceful. No, he didn't. I showed her the clip. Oh, well, but he's so he's too polarizing. I'm like, okay, then make that the standard for everybody. Maxine Waters, you know, AOC, oh, Nancy Pelosi. Oh, no, stop deflecting. No, no, it's not deflecting. If you want a standard, it has to be across the board. It can't just be for people you don't like. But that's how the left operates, right? They ignore Maxine Waters. They ignore Bernie Sanders. They ignore Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar. How can any Jewish person support the Democrat Party when they have active Jew haters in the party? Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib are Jew haters. They want the destruction of Israel. Rashida Tlaib has a map in her office that says Palestine on it over Israel. These people... and. It's like, it's unbelievable, but they ignore it. Why? Because, oh, they're Democrats. It, it's fine. It doesn't matter. It's the same thing they were doing with Cuomo. They oh, don't really mean that. Fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they don't really mean that. It's just, it's hyperbole. It's just, they're silly things that silly people say. Yeah, destruction of the state of Israel. It's hyperbole. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. It's not like we've had many people. That, that Trump, that Trumpers hate Jews. President right. Trump, the most pro-Jewish president we have ever had in this country. Yeah. Ever. FDR is the one who hated Jews. FDR didn't want to let Jews over from Europe during the Holocaust. Yeah, it's true. He rejected them. He said, "Oh, we didn't want to get we didn't want to get involved in the war." You know? Yeah, and then he put the Japanese in internment camps. Like it, it, they live in this backwards world. It's crazy. Well, remember, uh, FDR did get correspondence from the Axis powers. You're like, oh, you're one of us. You should. He was a fan of Mussolini before the war. Before we got involved in the war, he yeah. loved how Mussolini took control. FDR was a proto-fascist. This dude 100% believed in fascism and pure government control. That's why he expanded the government, regardless of the harm that it did during the Great Depression. Mm -hmm. Well, he also created the welfare states and minority communities and in urban cities that you see now. But he was in a wheelchair, so he's a nice guy because he was a Democrat. I mean, <laughs> we, we have Madison Crawford now. I mean, he's a great young Yeah, guy. but now they're trying to, they try to cancel Lincoln, who freed the slaves, but they love... FDR, who interred Japanese people in concentration camps and would let Jews over during the Holocaust. I mean, oh, well, these, are I, facts. <laughs> these are historical facts. This is not something that we're making up. You can check this anywhere. 
This is readily available information that I have known for years. Oh, my God. All right, let's move on to Joe Biden. The Biden administration messing things up again. Which so part? Joe Biden being the, possibly the most racist person in the history of America, right? So everyone accused Trump of being racist, which was absolutely ridiculous. There's plenty of evidence that President Trump was not racist, such as hosting a young black leadership summit at the White House, the young Latino leadership uh, summit at the White House. But Joe Biden thinks that black people and brown people, minorities, Latinos, whatever the hell you want to call them now, I don't even know what we're supposed to say, and I really don't care. But apparently, you guys don't know how to use the internet, Gabe. Yeah. I mean, I had to help Angel. So if you guys don't know, Angel Kiro, Censor You Movement, he posted a link online asking for any white people to help him with his internet. I said, I got you. And I sent him a message. He's all good. He's back on the internet. I, Gabe, I'm glad we got you back on the internet because I know it's very difficult for Latino people to figure out how to use technology <laughs> that they've been using their almost their entire lives. It's it's unbelievable. And he gets it's, a free pass. Especially in urban areas. People want to talk about the urban youth while, living, while sipping... Uh, I don't know, what is it, martinis? Some rich people beverages. I don't know. I'm, I'm not an alcoholic. Every kid in my school has a smartphone. Right. Well, no, let's get, let's get into that. I could understand, well, I can understand if we're talking about more rural areas that are destitute. Maybe. The wording was horrible. But I could understand if you're talking about older people. Yeah, well, everyone. Hey, you know, the ones that are in the ghettos and the project, not literally, but he, he worded it differently. And it's just like, do you realize we're, we're living, if we're in a metropolitan area, it's highly dense and highly, there's uh, highly um, just in flux with so many different ideas and, and ideals, it, it, you know, itself. You don't think that we're, we'll be able to afford to, you know, get a, get some sort of smartphone, even a Samsung, which is an affordable phone. I, have Dude, I know people like, who are on public assistance who have iPhone 12s. The Obama phone was a great thing. Remember that? Remember the Obama phone during his oh my administration? God. Giving people, he was giving people phones. Like, there has been access to the internet. That was the same argument that, that the left used, um, like, for years of, oh, well, you know, we shouldn't have voter ID laws because black people don't know how to go to the DMVs. People That's what they People still tell me that. People still tell me that black people don't have DMVs. Literally, Solomon Tack, former co-host and current friend of the show, literally <laughs> did a video. They went into Harlem, into the black neighborhood, and went, do you know where the DMV is? They were, Yeah. I know where the DMV is. Like, could you go get IDs? Like, I have ID. They all have ID. They all know how to get ID. It's the one of the biggest lies that they tell is that poor people can't get ID. It's absolutely, it's not even just poor people. It's always minorities, right? It's always about race. It's never, oh, poor white people can't get IDs who live in rural areas. It's poor black and brown people who live in a city where there are multiple DMVs can't get, can't get ID. Yes, they should be fairly close to each other. And if anything, I see the DMVs more so in like the uh, ethnic areas of the city. And remember, Biden was the guy that said he doesn't want his kids growing up in a racial jungle. Sure, he did say that. I mean, and then oh, but people were so upset when uh, a guy was um, when they were pointing out Biden's um, Department of Justice uh, when they were interviewing the Department of Justice candidate that Biden wanted, and he pointed at him very, very meanly, just pointed at him. And they said, "Oh, you You're know, can you the think full ta the the knife, the knife, knife hand. hand?" Yeah. Well, people were like, "Oh, well, you know, it was so horrible that the way he points at him. Who else did that? Biden himself. 
anytime he was, there was like a Senate trial or a Senate hearing, he was always pointing at people, being very rude. That's literally Especially... how Biden talks. He literally does this. Obama used to do this one, so he wouldn't point at people. Credit to Obama. The one thing he did that was like semi-okay, he did this. Joe Biden literally goes like this every time he talks. It's just point, 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 point. Yeah. Well, this guy just constantly messes up. And he and he always has people to play, you know, to play the violins for him and as if he was uh, some sort of victim. He's not a victim. Sure. I mean, well, aside from the fact that the, some of the sad things that happened to him in his he life. He might be a victim right now. For all we they're just putting stuff in front of him to sign. You know he's not reading any of that. He has no idea what's going on. Yeah. No, he doesn't. But I want to know... When the people always refer back to the out of context quote of where Trump said, and you know, there are good people on both sides. That was the biggest thing that people say, well, Trump was horrible when it came to the Charlottesville. It's only the half half the quote. Right. And what happens? Biden can literally go and say he doesn't want his kids growing up in a racial jungle. He can literally say that if you don't if you don't vote for him, that you ain't black. He can also now say that minorities don't understand how to use the internet. And someone will always be there to wipe his ass for him and tell him that, no, it's okay. He's fine. Whatever he said, it it's, mean, it's a joke. That, that's the circle back girl covers for him, too, in the press conferences. As she, horrible as she is, she does the best she can to like kind of slop an answer together when they start asking about kids in cages. It's oh, the same exact facility, and she goes, oh, well, it's COVID. You, you, you don't want us putting kids who are coming across the border near other kids, right? It's like, we shouldn't. First of all, how are you letting People across the border in the middle of a pandemic when you have a high unemployment rate. Why are we letting more people in? If it's so deadly and so terrible and we can't let anyone in, why are you letting people in through the southern border? Stay indoors. How dare you? You have to. You can't leave. Don't travel. Quarantine. But we also want to give the undocumented people that came here, broke several laws, citizenship. <laughs> to be fair, the press is going after this woman. They are pushing her. They're not. It's not softball questions anymore. They are present. They're like, but you guys said, Kamala Harris said this was a, a crime against humanity to have this facility open. And you guys have it open. You have kids separated from people who are, you know, they're in this facility, which Kamala Harris said was a crime against humanity. What do you say to that? And she's like, well, it's COVID. Oh, so you're not really answering the question. The problem is you got caught with your pants down. Okay. We all see what you're really about because you're doing the exact same things that you said you wouldn't do. And you're not doing anything you said you would do. This is why you have massive voter regret on the left. If you look at D.C. Drano's account, he's been posting it. Biden promised us $2,000 relief checks, right? Not happening. He promised to cancel student debt. He just said he's not doing it. None of the stuff that he said he's going to do, he's doing. The only thing he's doing is writing ridiculous executive orders, and they're going to go after guns. It's the only thing that they're going to do. Gonna this go is after what when you select Democrats. Because they Democrat philosophy, again, it's not an inherent problem with Democrat voters. It is an inherent problem with Democrat politicians and their ideology. You believe that the government can solve a problem when in reality they cannot. Government interference never solves a problem. It elongated the Great Depression by eight years. It never fixes anything. War on drugs. How's that going? War on poverty. How's that going? You know who almost won the war on terror? President Trump, Republican. It never, government intervention never works. And they still believe 50 years. How's Detroit doing? How's Baltimore doing? How's South Philly? How's Chicago? Like, come on, let's be real here. This is, it's, it's ridiculous. 
It's like if, if if I gave you a bat, Gabe, and I said, hit me in the shin. I can take it. And you hit me. And it hurt, and I fell to the ground. I go, okay, Gabe, hit me again. I got it this time. This time it's going to work. I got it. I'm not going to get hurt. And you hit me. And I fell down again. And then I went, all right, Gabe, one more time. I got it. And we did that for 50 years. And you crippled me because you kept hitting me in the shin with a baseball bat. That's literally what Democrats have done to every, almost every, basically every single major city that they've run for the last 50, 60 years. Yeah. Uh, looking at what the Democrats have done and what they continuously do and their, their whole economic platform relies on corporatism, so in corporate interests in, in government. It's not actual free trade. It, it's a just a symbiotic parasitic relationship, um, and taking other people's money. That's really all that all that it does. And then selling you a half truth. Biden hasn't done much of anything that he said. Remember the fifteen dollar minimum wage, the national fifteen dollar minimum wage, um, that would increase until twenty twenty five, and that will be your fifteen dollars an hour. That's not happening whatsoever. And that's what I'm actually happy about. Um, but at the same time, everything that this person has, his whole campaign was formed on, where they kicked every other Democrat to the curb, when people really wanted Bernie Sanders and they really liked Warren and all this other stuff, when they pushed everyone aside to then put the platform for Joe Biden, what was the point of that? Well, because he was the easiest one. They pushed everyone else to the side. and Because no one was going to vote for these other people. They knew that if they put anyone else forward, listen, if they first of all, if they didn't have mail-in voting, this would have been a landslide for President Trump. Mail-in voting is the reason why Joe Biden is, is in office. And the, re, and the fact that the courts allowed, first of all, the fact that the Supreme Court allowed lower courts to change election procedures, which is a completely unconstitutional, and then refused to hear the cases, is the reason why the election went the way that it was. Without coronavirus, President Trump is reelected in a landslide. I, I'm not even, I'm not, I have no doubts about that. Mm-hmm. I, don't, don't, the average person is not going to vote for Bernie Sanders because he's a lunatic. The average right. person, Kamala Harris, had to drop out of the presidential race last December. She outspent. She was so unpopular, she ran out of money in December of last year. Mm-hmm. She didn't even make it into 2020. The Democrats consolidated, and then they used coronavirus to push mail-in voting because they knew that's the only way they had a chance. And that is why Joe Biden is in office. It's the same old, same old from the Democrats. Promise the world and give you nothing. They never talk right. about creating wealth, right? It's always redistributing. redistributing. Oh, mm-hmm. they're going to take money from the billionaires. How about you figure out a way to create wealth? As of right now. what the Trump administration did with creating jobs through deregulation and lowering taxes. As of right now, there's close to 900,000 people that have, uh, have requested unemployment under the Biden administration. Uh, there's it's been very stagnant in job creation, in growth, in our economy, and you can say, oh well, it's only it's only been a month, month and what three days since a month? Uh, this but Joe Biden, the Biden administration has killed over a hundred thousand people with coronavirus. There we go. That's that's how that's it, how that works, how right? Goes. Exactly. All those other things were that was all on Trump's head before, right? So now it's all on Biden's head. It's a hundred thousand people. Well, circle back. Circleback Saki says that, uh, well, it was because they inherited a pretty bad time. A pretty, a pretty they inherited bad inherited a vaccine. They did. And she, she also claimed that if it were not for the Biden administration, they were now, there wouldn't be a vaccine. That didn't happen under Biden. Biden it had was nothing very, to do with it. 
It was out before the end of November. They had this thing ready. Come on. It's absolutely ridiculous. They can just lie and lie and lie. And guess what happens when you call out their lies? You get fact-checked. Because Joe Biden said we didn't have a vaccine until I was in office. And there's pictures and, and video of him getting his shots before he was in office. And I posted it. And I got fact-checked. Oh, my God. Yeah, there is no. You're right, Douglas. You're right. There is no Biden administration. It's whoever's behind him pulling the strings. And I've said this before, and this is the reason why we got kicked off Instagram the first time because I said Joe Biden is a straw man puppet for whoever is standing behind him whispering in his ear. That's exactly what's going on. They wanted Kamala Harris, and they couldn't get her because no one likes her. So guess what they did? They put her in as the VP, and now she gets to pull the strings. She's the one making calls to foreign governments. It's not her yes. job. Yeah, no, it's really not. Uh, and you would think that someone with more foreign policy experience like Biden would be the one to actually be making these phone calls. But she does a follow-up call with um, with Trudeau. She does a follow-up call with Macron and is like, hey, so what's going on? And she'll, you know, she'll congratulate them on what they're doing and they'll stroke each other's egos a bit. And then she's still talking about ways that the countries can advance together and still making plans and deals. It... it doesn't really make sense. I mean, I'm not too aware of Pence doing that. And it, I don't it's even really not it. her job, but you know, head down Harris is always down to make some deals. I'm going with head down. That's way more accurate than heels up. From from the stories that I've heard, allegedly. Head down right. makes a lot more sense than heels up. Couldn't we uh what was that uh, one that Clinton was with? Oh, can we call her Lewinsky Harris? Monica. I feel Harris. bad for Monica Lewinsky. She wrote a book. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> that's a horrible thing to say. She was demonized. It's not. I mean, yeah. She well, I feel bad. Like, yeah, well, I feel bad that that Hillary would uh, would go and like you know, like don't you ever tell about my husband. And apparently, let's be real. Let's let's just be real for one second. That's a political marriage. That is a political marriage. That is a thousand also, percent a political marriage. There is no love between those two people. No, there's also Secret Service reports saying that Hillary Clinton uh, and Bill Clinton would actually do fisticuffs in the White House. Allegedly. Yeah, from allegedly from Secret Service testimonials, um, they would beat the <laughs> each other in the White House. Um, I believe from Hillary, she has people. Um, allegedly, Hillary Clinton has people killed all the time. Allegedly. Fifty-three of your friends commit suicide. You know? We need a producer, so every time we say the word allegedly, they just put a number up in that top corner. It's <laughs> <laughs> so that we don't get fact checked. Um, but if you say allegedly, I, you can't get fact checked because you're just—it's right. just alleged. Or remember when Trump allegedly said that the military's uh, members who died, service members who died, were suckers and losers from an which, anonymous which source. Happen. Eleven. Which also didn't happen. Well, remember when Biden allegedly said "clap you idiots" to the military? No, it wasn't a that wasn't a legend. <laughs> I have to say allegedly because I'll lose get fact checked. Literally, I got fact checked calling out Biden for saying there was no vaccine before they took office, and we got fact checked. Mm. Yeah, no, he, he he's a, he's not that smart. Uh, but what I'm not too keen on is the is the Iran deal. How the United States wants to get back into oh the my I God, Iran that's the deal. worst thing ever, and the left will constantly defend the Iran deal. There is nothing... First of all, the Iran deal is like... It's literally United Nations garbage. That's literally what it is. There's no teeth behind it. There's no enforcement. There's no way that you can actually make anyone abide by this. So you give them all this money, and they go, 
okay, you know, we're we're not we're not making nuclear weapons. And then they go move the nukes from that facility to that facility and we'll just keep going. Right. So what's happening with that right now is Iran actually sent us a threat. And they said that if we do not comply and send somebody, I believe by the 26th of February, if, if my memory doesn't fail me here, that if we do not uh, get it by the end of this month, essentially, uh, a, a seat at the table to rejoin the nuclear deal, uh, they will not allow for the United Nations to uh, do short-term uh, checks onto you know into their facilities. This is, and this is the way. This is also after Iran admitted to mining the uranium through underground like secret methods where that you couldn't where it couldn't be seen from traditional checks or surveillance so these are people that have already violated it just because the united states says we don't want to play this game anymore with you we shouldn't have to pay into you and we shouldn't have to do business with you because you're threatening to blow everyone else up because this is what happened right you had obama and obama essentially was Oh, no, they're the parent in the grocery store says, don't you do that or you're not getting a toy 50 million times. And at the end of the day, you know, like, oh, well, you stopped eventually. So or uh, you started behaving. So you'll still get a toy instead of our illustrious former President Trump, who said, hell no, they know weak leadership. It's the same reason why all these foreign nations like China were pulling for Joe Biden, because they know they can push a Biden administration around. They mm -hmm. know this. Because he's a weak leader. The whole Democrat platform for the last 20 years has been weakness and diplomacy. And by diplomacy, it means give everyone else whatever they want and we'll give you money to just say that you're going to do what we want you to do. That's what they do. And right. it never works. It really right. doesn't. No, it doesn't work. And now the uh, Israeli prime minister has gone out and said that this is a mistake, uh, that you guys shouldn't be doing this again. Uh, and, well, of course, it already took Biden long enough for, actually, for him to actually call um, Israel, the Israeli government, to actually set up a phone call. I mean, with all that time that Kamal has, you know, gossiping and chatting up on the phone, uh, praising Macron, she could have actually, you know, maybe scheduled a phone call with, uh, you know, with uh, some Israeli officials. You know, yeah, but see the how Democrat, they're doing. The Democrat Party has been anti-Israel for the last four years, like extremely anti-Israel. Even before right. that, they've been anti-Israel, but yeah, they've been extremely anti-Israel for the last four years. Why? Because well, President then, Trump was extremely pro-Israel, and whatever mm -hmm. Trump does, we have to do the opposite. Right. So, it, I mean, it's sad to say, but as of right now, it is what it is. And I think we should acknowledge uh, one of our latest comments uh, here very quickly. I don't know if this listener is still uh, with us or not, but uh, our good friend uh, Doug, again, uh, said that uh, Trump is calling the shots. He will be back in. Uh, he, he will be back soon. D.C. is closed for business. Uh, so a lot of people are saying that in March or April, uh, that Trump will be back in office. Now, this is from my personal uh, rationalization. Uh, I don't believe that Trump will be back in office this year or next year or anything. I don't think that there's some secret plan. I don't think that there's any coup. I don't think that there's anything that's going to happen where, the, where Trump comes back into power until another election happens in 2024. Trump DeSantis, 2024. That would certainly be interesting. But 
it's very this this is what we saw a lot during the during the 2020 election cycle when it was a lot of trust the plan trust the plan something big is going to happen something big would have already happened because if people look towards trump and idolize trump the way that they're already doing so with the, he'll be back and there's more to come and all this other stuff if he if he's as good as people make him out to be and i think he's a great president but i don't i don't i don't idolize him he's not superman listen this guy can't make impossible things happen he did an amazing job as president, and he did an unbelievable job basically showing people that deregulation. Gabe is just throwing that baby out all over the place. No, is no, that I'm trying to it's, – it's ironic because, you know, I'm saying I don't idolize him, and I have a picture there, there. Of, uh, of him. Yes, no, we don't, we, don't, we don't idolize anybody, no. But in reality, <laughs> he is just a man. He can't do anything beyond his power. But this whole right. nonsense with trust the plan, trust the plan, the whole swamp is going to be drained. It would have happened already. It was. It, it would have happened. It would have happened in the first two years when we had the majority. It yeah. was never. It was not going to be that way. Once you lost the majority, the whole Q thing was. First of all, the whole Q thing was completely out the window. That was all psyops. It's all misinformation. If you don't want to listen to this podcast anymore because it said Q is garbage, then go ahead and leave because it's garbage. There is no evidence that it was ever real, and there is evidence that it was com- that it was a complete psyops. There mm-hmm. was. There is. More people trusted the plan, the non-existent plan. More people trusted the Kraken. More people trusted in that than they did in actually going out and uh, supporting uh, the president by door knocking, by canvassing, by getting involved in local elections, uh, by fundraising, helping in that sort of phone banking, doing actual boots on the ground work that I've done, that other people have uh, around us have done. But that's how they get you, right? They tell mm-hmm. you that someone else has it, right? It's a Stay same, home. It's the same thing as... The whole Democrat thing in New York, right? You, your vote doesn't count, so stay home. It's someone else. Someone else is taking care of it, right? Q has it, so you can stay home. And then you get complacent, and then when it doesn't work out, you have capital riots. Mm-hmm. Save lives. Happens. Save lives. Oh God, Q is capital riots. It's, it's another thing. Recently, a, a person here in Queens, one of our uh, members of the Queens GOP, I think he was a state district leader. Uh, as well as county committeemen, uh, got a, arrested by the FBI for breaking into the Capitol building. He called himself the Republican Messiah. <laughs> well, good luck to him. I mean, that, yeah. that's a, that is a lofty, lofty title he bestowed upon himself. Oh, yeah. But I think that's a good place to stop for today. Gabe, why don't you give the folks at home more information on where they can find your workings on the internet and if they are either African-American or Latino, instructions on how to use the internet so that they can find your musings. Thank you to my fellow minority brethren out there. Despite what uh, Joe Biden's lack of expectations in us, I believe that we can overcome this together. Power to the people. Uh, Call Spectrum. Call Verizon or RCN. Call call somebody and they'll get one of those nice white folk to install it for us. <laughs> it's free of charge sometimes uh, with the installation. Uh, but in all seriousness, uh, don't let these people put, uh, bust us down with the racism of expectations. But with that being said, you can find me on uh, Instagram at Baron underscore Montalvo. That is B-A-R-O-N underscore Montalvo. Um, sorry, that's my Twitter, actually. You can find me at Twitter at Baron underscore Montalvo. I'm Instagram at Baron. I know, at Baron.Montalvo. Uh, also, you can type in on Telegram. I have a, I recently created a group chat where I can update you guys with uh, this show, uh, wherever we're scheduling stuff, and just some general information. Uh, on Telegram, search the Baron's Court. It is a public uh, public link and forum, so you can join the Baron's Court and, you know, 
come and chat and you know comment on my writing, which I also do at America Now News. Uh, and you can follow me on Insta, on Facebook, and on Parlor at the Baron Montalvo. And if you're a New York Young Republican and you want to join, you should join the New York Young Republicans Club uh, at nyyrc.com and on all major social media platforms at nyyrc. That's amazing. Gabe, guys, don't forget to visit our website, EmpireStateConcernNetwork.com. We have our Emperor Cuomo shirt if you can't really see it. It is also the background for this episode. That is on our website, EmpireStateConcernNetwork.com slash store. We have our Make America Armed Again sweatshirt and hat, which I am wearing. We have our Guns and Freedom hat. We have all the best merchandise, which I guarantee will make leftists cry. I've seen it in person. I've seen my own family members get triggered just by this hat. It happens. I guarantee it. If you want to trigger people, buy our merch. Use code fraud for 20% off. If that doesn't work, use code GABE10. GABE, look at me. I'm helping you out. Look Thank you. Uh, your white overlord helping out my poor, uninformed Latino brother right there. All right. That's helping good. you out. I got your back. Don't worry about it. It's going to come out of context. Follow us on Facebook where we go live at Empire State Conservatives or on YouTube at Empire State Conservative Network on Instagram at underscore Empire State Conservative at uh, Conservatives on Twitter at Empire State Cons and on every single major podcast platform at Empire State Conservatives or Empire State Conservative Network. Both of those will show up. Make sure you like, rate, subscribe, share. Please share. We need your help. We are heavily censored on all social media. With 13,000 members in our Facebook group, I have to boss my ass to get 2,000 views on a video. That is all through sharing because our stuff is constantly pushed down through their algorithm. So share it with other conservatives. Share it with moderates, classical liberals, anybody who you know need, that needs to be involved, that needs to be informed, that needs to get off their ass and stop voting for Democrats. Share it with them. That's what we need to do, people, because the fight is not over and we ain't going nowhere. So Techno. for that... Impeach Cuomo and don't let fear take your freedom. Mm -hmm.